What's happening, team? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. If you're listening today and you've listened all week, you know that we are right in the throes of 12 days of gratitude. And again, today will be no different. I'm bringing on a guy that I consider my brother, my friend, just a great all-around human being. Mike Young is going to be on the show today. Mike and I's relationship started off in a very bizarre way and has now transformed a metaphor. We used adversity in our relationship to become great friends. And I have immense gratitude for him. And I think that he has immense gratitude for me. If I didn't, I wouldn't have him on my show. But you're going to meet a guy today who's just an all-around great human being. And we're going to talk about his story of how this year has been a challenge and how he's used that challenge and use the gratitude of that challenge to propel himself to the next level of where he wants to go in his life and in his business. He's just an all around rock star guy. You're gonna love Mike as much as I do. So get ready, here comes my brother, Mike Young. Mike Young, welcome to the show. Before you say a word, here's what I thought of today before I had you on. We talk all the time, Mike's one of my bros. I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid and there was a wrestler called Michael Hayes he was one of, I can't even remember the, 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 the people that he was with, but his nickname was P.S. It was Michael P.S. Hayes, and that stood for pure sexy. And for some reason, <laughs> I, that popped in my mind today, and I'm like, that's the dumbest, why are you even thinking? Like, so just stupid. So random dumb thought of the day. <laughs> Welcome to the show, brother. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. It's good to be here. And uh, you're the first person um, that has said Mike Young, pure sexy in the same sentence in quite a while. <laughs> well, well, welcome to 2020. Am I right? Like it's, Anything I, can happen. <laughs> anything is possible. And that's kind of why we're here. So as you guys know, we're right in the middle of 12 days of gratitude. And so when I was thinking of, of putting on the show, Mike's one of the first guys that popped up into my brain. And we are, I'd say we're, we're fairly new friends as of, as of, did we connect in 2019 or was it 2020? Yeah, 2020. 2020. Okay, 2020. We've, and so we're fairly new friends, but he's one of those guys that like, and I think we've, he's, we've, said, we've exchanged this before, so this is not going to be new to him. You meet people in life and you just have this like almost instant connection where you just like them and you're not even sure why you like them, but it's like, this guy's somebody like I like. I want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> Mike lives in Oregon. I live in California. We've never actually physically met, but I consider him to be like a really good friend, as weird as shit as that sounds. So, dude, thank you for everything you've done for me in 2020 and what you'll continue to do for the rest of my life because I feel Yeah, same, man. Same. I feel the same way. And, uh, you know, sometimes, and, and I know this talks about gratitude, you know, sometimes those the, the situations don't actually transpire the way you think they're going to. You know, no. we, we, you know, we were joking before we started recording, but you tried to fire me. And it's like, we were, we we're in the middle of, of your project, your, your website and everything else. And, and it wasn't going well. We had a debacle going on. This is earlier in the year. And, and you, you spoke up, you know, and it's one of those emails you get from clients sometimes where you, you almost have to take a second look at it. You like, did, did that just happen? Because I, I remember, and your podcast is now going to become explicit because you said, I feel like this process is totally fucked. I and and I, and I was like, man, I hadn't gotten an email like that in quite some time. Yeah. What's going on? And it's one of those moments that there, there's lots of moments, you know, but it's one of those moments where you have to sit back and really process what's being said by whom 
in what's the circumstance and, and take it at face value because um, in reality, you're doing me a huge favor by speaking up, by yeah. saying this, I don't know what you think's going on, but this isn't going smooth or as planned. And those are, those are gifts in disguise oftentimes, you know, but so many people I find want to want to take something like that. And it's easy to get defensive. It's easy to, to react. It's easy to try and defend yourself. But sometimes the greatest gifts that we get are nightmares in disguise, you know, yeah. in, in the beginning. Well, I mean, you didn't, you didn't just shock anybody, anybody who knows me and listens to the show knows that like, <laughs> I just, I mean, I have this, I have an un, I don't really have a filter when it comes to just how I feel. Right. And so yeah. when I sent you that note, and you know me well enough to know now, like I'm in the same mood that I right now that I was when I sent that message. I'm just yeah. like, Hey Mike, this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and so in hindsight though, it's probably why we're as good of friends now as we are. And it's probably why I have so much gratitude for you and, and vice versa, because you took that situation and you could have easily been like, well, screw you, man. You don't know, you know, you could have yeah. got, you could have taken that so many different directions. And I remember you wrote back and were like, whatever, whatever is going on that, that's, that I'm, that's disconnected, I'm going to fix it. And that's exactly yeah. what you did. And you never got defensive. You never like, you never pushed back on the way I felt about the situation, which was, which was authentically awesome. Cause most people, even, even the greatest thinkers and, and mindset controllers of the war, you know, the gurus, I mean, that's an email that could have easily pissed somebody off, you know? And yeah, you, yeah, for sure. And it does, it like does piss you off because, because you realize your own insufficiencies and you realize that you still have work to do on either your, your systems and processes or on yourself or whatever it is. So we, our natural reactions to get frustrated and, and pissed off or overwhelmed or all these things. And I mean, I'm super, I'm super glad you're doing this podcast the way that you're doing it for 2020 is no doubt the weirdest year. I think any of us have experienced, you know, I, I, my, my grandma passed away a couple of weeks ago and, you know, that was kind of the conversations at the end. She's like, what a weird year. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's just like the world's always complex. The world's always overwhelming that I think the reality is that all of us don't know 99.99% of what's really going on. You know, the, there's, there's almost 8 billion people on the planet. We've got this, this, thing that we're floating on through this galaxy that nobody knows how it started, you know? So when I think about gratitude and I think about complexity and getting overwhelmed, it's, I, I just am reminded that you get to choose what you focus on. Right. And, and us humans are weird, crazy creatures. We have a lot of internal dialogue going on all the time, but there's no greater truth that I've found in that we're aiming creatures. You get to choose what you focus on. And when you, when you focus on something you're passionate about, you, the noise disappears, the overwhelm disappears, Trump disappears, you know, like, like I, I wanted to make sure I got Trump in on, cause I know how much we all love hearing that, that name in 2020. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but, that's, but, that's I, but I mean, it's like, it's like this, you know, is it the internet? Is it the news? Is it the media? Is it this? Well, none of that matters if you're crystal clear on what you're trying to accomplish in this life and why it matters to you, the rest of the world can fade away. And 
and I, you know, I, I can, I can ramble. So if you want to ask questions, I'm, I'm well, glad no, what to answer I, What you just said too. was so, was so powerful because it was a conversation that I had with Lori the other day and, and we, we were just, we were bantering back and forth. We were just having like a, a just a, we were sitting out by the pool at night. We were having a glass of wine and we were just kind of philosophically talking about like, kind of like what you're saying now about like humans, mm. right? Like what we yeah. focus on. And we both were, were having the conversation around how we as, as a human give so much power to another human who's quintessentially just like us, like no mm -hmm. different than us, same thoughts as us, same fingers and toes and blood, but we give them an unnecessary amount of power and authority. And we, she's reading a book right now called The Black Swan. Mm. And so it's, I mean, fascinating book. And so she, we're, we've been kind of bantering back and forth about it. And the guy in the book said, what I realized was that the president or the, I can't remember what his dad was. His dad was like something in the Syrian government who was really, really high, like the, the czar or the czar to the czar, czar or something. And he said, I was in a cab once with my father or it was his grandfather, my grandfather and the cab driver. And I realized that the cab, the cab driver was just as smart as my grandfather. But my grandfather was in a position of power. So people viewed him completely differently than they did the cab driver. But as I listened to these two men talk who were about the same age, he said their intelligence was equal. They, yeah. knew, they knew about the equal amount of information. And he said, I knew at that moment, I have to stop giving humans either not enough power or too much power. And I think that's what we have gotten in this really... Where did this, I, what are we even talking about right now, right? This is supposed to be about gratitude, but I think this is so powerful. What do you, I mean, what do you think about that? Well, I think, I think like people create character labels for people. So you yeah. say, oh, it's a clerk, it's a cab driver. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have this, or a, a good example is used car salesman. Um, you have an immediate impression of that person, you're filtered. Yeah. It, and it's, it's like the amount of technology that we're all having to deal with has messed this up a little bit. So yeah. we all read these headlines and we're like, Hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Did you hear the coronavirus? Black lives matter. What, whatever it is, we read a headline, we form an opinion, and then we allow that power, as you call it, to distort our view. And then it's next thing you know, it's impacting our lives. But that's right. always been happening. It didn't matter if it was the measles or Y2K or going to war with North Korea. There's always yeah. something that we can choose to focus on that's yeah. going to seem overwhelming and like the end of the world's happening. You know, it's like we've become addicted to the end of the world. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why there's movies about 2012 and Contagion yeah. and all these movies. It's like, I think, I think people want something to focus on when... Yeah they aren't clear enough in what they're working towards something very, very meaningful in their own life. Um, and, and to look back at this year, you know, I, I was in a place last December where, Hey, things, things need to be retooled and tweaked. And I couldn't figure out why um, I, I come back and I, I, I took all of January and I felt like, okay, now I have a plan, you know, and then I look at the path and I'm like, okay, in February, I got hacked on Facebook and I had to restart my Facebook account. I, I had to start over. I couldn't, couldn't even move because some South African was asking for charity donations from my old profile, basically. Um, Facebook is no help, by the way, and reclaiming a profile. Uh, and then it was like, and then it was coronavirus. And then it was uh, our situation happened, which made me realize I had to make a, I had a wrong team member. Basically, I had to make a move with my team. 
But then I realized that you weren't the only problem. There was actually eight other problems just like you that I had to step in. And it took me about almost 90 days to kind of really sort through all of the relationships, all the issues and make, make them right. And then I, th I got that fixed. And then I thought, oh, it's going to, I'm ready to run ads again. And then my ads account got shut down. And so my point is not to go on and on yeah. is there's always something that's going to happen. Well, each one of those I'm grateful for, right. like the, the situation of getting hacked. Well, it, it told me that I had some work to do on being more secure with my passwords, you know, gotcha. um, uh, Finding out I had an employee that wasn't the right fit. Okay, that showed me I had some work to do on my hiring process and my team building and, and also keeping a, a finger on the business a little bit harder than, than I was. I'd let go of a portion of my business, which is, was the design side. I'd let go of it just too much and, and didn't have enough of a pulse when we had a problem. So I look back at all these little things and I was able to put in systems i was able to make corrections and so so many times those obstacles and the adversity you face are just i don't know if they're like a slap in the face but they're more like a a, a blinking signal that's just letting you know hey there's something that can be improved here yeah um so if you want to complain about all the stuff that's gone down the way it didn't didn't go your way in 2020 i think you also have to look at the inverse and look at all the lessons you've learned from it. And I'm closer with my wife. I'm closer with my yeah. kids. Um, I'm closer with my parents. All these wonderful things have happened in 2020. Obviously, I'd like to travel more. I'd like to not have to think about some of this stuff. Sure. But, but I have no control over it, you know? Right. And, um, and to cap it off, this is, this is last week. To You know, everything's... I, I could go on and on about the things that have happened this year. But I'm sitting on a plane. I was flying back from an event I spoke at, uh, my buddy Nate Bailey's event. And I'm on this plane back home and I'm in Denver. I had like 45 minutes to catch my flight. Well, we're on the tarmac for 35 minutes. And so you could just sense the tension in the, in the airplane getting more and more like, why are we not opening the door? Why are we not getting off? You know, and the lady next to me starting to freak out a little bit. I was a little bit worried that she might pull something out like a gun or something. But yeah. I was... I was like, you know what, what control that the, the airplane is sitting here, we're not even at the gate, the door is closed. Do I have any control over any of this? Yeah, what are you gonna and do? And I got this immediate sense of calm. And I just I sat there and listened to music, you know, mm -hmm. and I just chilled the hell out. Um, there's always a solution. There's always, yeah. you know, if I had missed my flight, there would have been a solution, you know, right. and so many times it's easy to get wrapped up in the day-to-day -day stuff and not have gratitude in the moment. But I think if you could look back at the end of every day and say, okay, even the bad things, what did I learn from it? What can I be grateful for? What, what, what did it build in my character or my mindset or my resolve or yeah. whatever? Um, it's a much more positive habit than, than sitting around sulking. Yeah, you said something really powerful. And I think that and I want to drive this home because I feel the same way. Like, you know, Lori and I have always had a really good relationship. Mike knows Lori. So when I, I'm not talking to about a stranger to him, so we've always had a really good relationship. But I think we would both agree that this has probably fortified our relationship even deeper because she said the other day we were having a conversation with the I'm, I'm only laughing because you can't hang out with anybody else. You can't go anywhere. So no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but she, but she, but, but on, on the inverse of that, 
I bet my guess is the divorce rate is probably at an all time high. Like mm, some people probably sure. didn't get closer to their spouses. They probably got further away because they're like, who's this joker? Right. Yeah. So yeah. lucky for both of us, it went the other way. But she was saying that like we were, but we're both so busy with our entrepreneurial lives of running, you know, multiple verticals in our business and whatnot, that a lot of times we were just, hey, babe, how was your day? Hey, this is what I did, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like a, you know, and we're both so exhausted that we weren't even really like connecting as deeply mm. as we should have been. And this is like brought that to the forefront. So now we're even, um, we're both taking a morning off every week and we just go for a walk and we talk because we that's something we did during the, the beginning of this. And we talked about it today. Today's Friday as we're recording this. We did that today. And we both said like, this is something this I'm glad we kept doing this. Yeah. Even in the, you know, even though things we don't have to right now, we had to then now it's become a new habit and a new ritual for us. That's just fortified our relationship. And so I'm grateful for that. So look for a little and that seems su super simple. Like, I go on a walk with my significant other. Yeah. Like that seems so silly and like- it's, It basic. seems like something you should have been doing all along, but we get so Boom. busy and wrapped 100%. up. hundred yeah. percent. I think that hits the nail on the head. And so when Mike said that, I just read, I wanted to share that because it was like, that's something that I think we should all be better at. It's like sometimes the most basic stuff you should be doing, you're not doing it. And those are the things you really need to have that immense gratitude for. And that's, that's how I feel about coronavirus, to be honest. I feel like it's this blessed, like this great reminder for, it seems like everybody I meet is taking stock of their life right now. Like everybody's really analyzing the playing field and saying like, what am I doing here again? And I think that's a huge blessing for the entire globe at the same time to, to really sit down and pause for a second and say, what am I doing and why am I doing it? Why does it matter? Um, because because many, many people go, it's easy to go a decade. It's easy to go a decade without having that thought and yep. just get busy in your day-to-day -day routine. And next thing you know, you're 10 years older and you haven't, you haven't thought for 10 years, what am I really doing? Why am I doing it? Why does it matter? Um, and I, it seems like a lot of people are doing that right now. And I think that's something that at the, I mean, I was going to say at the end of this, I hope, you know, there, there's really, there really is no end of anything, right? It's just like we transition to the next phase and we transition to the next thing or the next whatever right yeah but we'll transition like to something else after this and it could be rainbows and unicorns i mean nobody even really knows and does it even matter right yeah it doesn't really well, matter i think i think the other thing too to talk about this um i was the other oh, here's a good example last week i was irritated because one of my podcast episodes didn't come out when the scheduled time was well, I don't, I don't have control over that. My, my executive assistant does. Mm -hmm. So I messaged her and I was irritated because I was like, why did we miss this? You know, I like, I like achieving my goals and hitting my deadlines yeah. like anybody. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Um, I just have a few things going on whatever. Well, it turns out it's their fourth typhoon in the Philippines. Um, they have 180,000 people being evacuated and they've got several hundred people that have died already and they, they're expecting thousands so perspective sometimes is everything too you know it's it would have been Whoa. easy for me to just snap and say why didn't this get done yeah. uh, first of all i wouldn't treat a team member like that i would just but i was like what what happened here um but then to right. see that you know my my head designers in serbia they they literally have um the government coming in to try and collect five years of previous taxes from freelancers for a law that they invented just three months ago 
Right. So they invented a law and then they said, but we're going to make it retroactive to the previous five years. And they're trying to, you know, so like, I, I just think sometimes it's easy to get trapped into thinking your problem is the biggest thing going on in the world. Um, but there's, I guarantee there's somebody out there that would gladly trade places with you. Yeah. I mean, I've, listen, I mean, you said typhoon, I'm like, what it hey, cool. <laughs> let me know. Let me know when it's going to go up. Right. It's like, you, know, you can't say, Hey, your typhoon's not my problem. I like yeah, this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry for your flood. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you say typhoon? Like, I mean, that, I mean, seriously, but that's, that's the perspective right there that like, I think we should all like try to, even if it's a manufactured perspective, like use Mike's analogy right there. The next time you're about to go off on somebody, think about what typhoon they may be going through mm. or may be experiencing. That's a really great way to like bring yourself down to a, like a calm state before you approach the scenario. Don't send, don't send somebody an email and say, this process is fucked. That's completely. Yeah. Well, you can totally do that. It's fine. That's so unacceptable. Like, <laughs> but the, the thing is they both work. <laughs> they're both effective. So you pick your strategy and let's hope it works out for you, dude. Well, and I, and I know you want to leave, I know you want these short and I know you don't no, listen, with I, stuff, but I say 15 I, to 20 minutes, but I gave the caveat of like, listen, these are some of my favorite people in the world mm -hmm. and we may end up, we're going to talk about whatever we're going to talk about. So let's keep rolling. Well, I, I would just say like, if I, if I could, because I didn't deal with this stuff very well for a long, long time. Like the reality was I, I lost a business uh, back in 2008. Um, I went from liquid millionaire to a couple hundred grand in debt in less than six months. And it whacked out my mindset. I, I had a hard time for almost a decade being able to deal with any sort of adversity because it brought me back to a place that was extremely painful. Um, but I feel like I, I almost have a superpower or maybe I've cracked the code in some way or whatever you want to call it, because I think it's the world is complex. Our, our brains are designed to give off anxiety when things are happening around us that are unknown. And so that's the, that's why the focus shift is so important is if you can shift your focus to working towards something that you find meaningful, it eliminates a lot of that anxiety because you just don't notice the noise. You know, if, if you've ever seen that uh, gorilla experiment where the white and the black basketball teams are passing the ball back and forth and a gorilla walks in the middle of the screen, and like 50% oh, yeah. of people don't see the gorilla yeah. because they're so focused on the ball. Right. And, and it's, it's similar to that. It's like to, to combat this anxiety and this overwhelm and some of those things, you just have to stay laser focused on something you find meaningful. And, and when it, and I still have my moments, you know, I have my yeah. nights where things are out of whack. I found it always comes back to the basics. You know, it's like, am I sleeping? have I eaten today? Um, am I working out? Am I getting, you know, like it's these basic, like water, sleep, diet, exercise, nutrition. It's like, they're, they're all the basics. And if you just regulate that so much of the brain anxiety goes away. Um, I, I like that. Can I, I think that's important to, to elaborate on. So whenever yeah. you feel yourself, like kind of like your mood, you know, you even, you shifted out of that alignment and you know, it's like, you kind of go through that checklist, yeah. sleep, eat, workout, but do you have a thing that's like, this is the thing I do first to get myself back into that groove? Or is it kind of just like an, an analysis of all of those? If you do share, because I think it might be valuable. No, the first thing I do is just like, if you're going to see, um, 
your body doesn't naturally biologically if you see a snake or a spider big ass snake big ass spider what do you do first you you freeze you know and i was gonna, and say, I was gonna say scream like uh yeah. like, like a, you actually scream you, second you freeze like first killed you actually, you freeze first. This is the weird thing. You freeze first, your eyes process what you've just seen second, which is okay. weird. Yeah. You actually see it without seeing it. Mm-hmm. Your body reacts by, with a freeze. And this was, this is the difference between struggling for like eight and a half years. And, and what I do now is when I, when I feel that way, I'm even the instantly recognize it. Yeah. And I stop, I stop doing whatever I'm doing. I, I pause, I freeze. Um, I stop. I used to grind through it, try and grind yeah. through it. Look, no, I've got this email I got to send or whatever. As soon as I feel it, I stop. And and I ask myself those questions. Like, when's the last time I ate? When's the last time I slept? Uh, where, where am I getting out of whack? Because my brain wants to gravitate towards all the things I don't want right now. Yeah. And that's really, I mean, as simple as that sounds, it's like my brain is either focused on moving towards what I do want or it begins to shift focus on things that are out of my control that I don't want. And as soon as I feel my shift going to things that I don't want or things that are out of my control, I just try and stop. And, I love uh, that. Yeah. and after I stop and I, and this is the one thing I learned, I learned this from my, I have a mindset coach. Um, his name's Clay Moffat. He's in Thailand. And uh, the thing I learned is that all your decision-making and, and really everything in life comes from your emotional state. Like what's the state you're in and you're going to make crappy decisions in a crappy emotional state. Yeah. So if you're overwhelmed, anxious, fearful, frightened, and you're trying to make decisions in that state, you're just going to make anxious, overwhelmed, fearful decisions. And so you, ha- you have to get yourself out of that state first and then look at the playing field again and say, okay, what's really going on? And what's my next most appropriate move that's going to get me one step closer to my goal instead of thinking about all this stuff I can't control? I think that's genius. And I, I do something very similar. So for me, um, just to give you guys a little a shift in perspective, when I feel that, I know for me, it's important. So I, I go, it's like, I, I call it like monosensory, meaning mm-hmm. like I try to like, just go down to like one of my senses. So I try to like, you know, close my, you know, I go to a place where I can close my eyes. I'll put my like, you know, you know, noise dampening like earphones on. And so I'm, I'm not hearing things. I'm not seeing things. I'm not speaking. And I can just, like you said, it's that pause that allows me to just get clarity around like, okay. And then I also have taught myself this. I'm not responsible for reacting to every emotion that I have. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of humans get sideways is they feel like, I have this emotion, I better acknowledge it and react to it. And when you do that, you find yourself in like immense chaos. Totally. And your, your, your emotions are literally just telling you, are you, are you moving towards something that you find valuable or are you moving away from it? And we get, we get all these negative emotions when we feel like we're wasting time. We're not moving towards something. We're confused about what we're even moving towards. And those are all your negative emotions are telling you that you're not in the place you should be. And your positive emotions are telling you you're closer to the place that you want to be. And, and if you can just kind of watch your emotions, almost like from outside perspective, kind of separate yourself from yourself in a way and, and realize like, I'm in a bad mood here. I either need to take a break because I, th- I think it's more like, like you sprain your ankle and you have to put a wrap around your ankle. You, people kind of get that concept, but when your brain 
starts feeling overwhelmed and anxious, it's like a sprain of the brain. It's like, we just don't wrap it up the same way and we don't talk about it the same way, but your brain is just strained. It's, it's got too much load on it right now. Yeah. And so if, if that was your ankle, what would your advice be? It would be like, well, stop standing on it and stop doing the exercises and stop running, but, but yeah, stop running. But, yeah. but we don't do that with our brains, but our yeah. brain's just an organism that, you know, like that. Uh, an organ, I should say, not an organism, but an organ that just needs to be taken care of like your ankle in, in a way where if it's if it's not working properly, sometimes it needs to be put in a sling and just rest for a few days. I I'm an analogy guy. I love that analogy. I think that's so fitting because you're right. Like, And with that sprained brain, we try to keep moving forward at a fast, rapid pace. And that's when we make bad decisions. That's when we make emotional, irrational non and no you know non-einstein brain level you know decisions and that always yeah. comes back in a negative fashion so i think that's a yeah you think about like a little knee tweak or something what yeah. happens if you just keep pressing on it eventually yeah. it breaks and, it's worse and, and, worse and the, worse. the breakdowns get ugly you know i know that i've had moments in my life where i was borderlining you know on like complete utter nervous breakdown yeah. i know my wife has had those moments in her life i think we all have experienced Everybody, something similar yeah. and so totally. I, I think in those moments, you just have to stop. I love that. Brother, what would you say, just parting words of wisdom as we move, you know, the last episode of the, of the 12 Days of Gratitude is going to end on Christmas Eve, uh, December 24th. We're going to have a few days and then we're going to be right into 2021. And I know everybody likes to look at like the new year as like a, you know, a, a rebirthing or a, you know, a new chance, new opportunity, new those things. And so let's just put that out there and say that that's what it's exactly going to be. It's going to be a new opportunity. What, what advice or, or piece of wisdom would you, would you part us with in, in just saying how could you approach that to make it the most beneficial best year that you could have? I would say don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, um, well, I would say a couple of things. I think time's an illusion. And so, so many Agreed. people, it, it's a very easy excuse to say in January 1st, everything's going to be different. And right. then people get depressed on January 7th when they don't follow through with their stuff. Yep. But um, I think, I think the shortcut to this entire game, whatever game you're playing is to find somebody who's already done what you're trying to do um, and ask them to coach you or mentor you or guide you or surround yourself as often as you can. Uh, and, and you can do this virtually. Like when I was dead broke in 2010, I did it virtually. I, I, I said, I'm going to learn marketing and advertising and copywriting and certain things. And so I surrounded my, my feed, so to speak, my Facebook feed and stuff with all these different gurus and mentors in different areas I wanted to become better. Yeah. Um, so you can do it for free virtually, but, but surround yourself with people who've already done what you're trying to do and you'll learn a hell of a lot faster. Love it. Michael P.S. Young, guys, you just, you just, you just, we're imparted wisdom from one of my favorite people on the planet. Mike, thanks for doing this for me, brother. I appreciate you. Anytime, my friend. And uh, I wish everybody the best 2021. And even before that, I wish everybody the best uh, today until 2021. Love you, brother. We'll wrap soon. Peace out. See you.